We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Yes, we are finally back together. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. And the NFL Combine is under full swing right now. It's in full swing, and depending on when this video does drop, uh, a lot of other positions will already have gone, and we'll know a lot more. But we're not talking about the Combine in this video, Derek. We're talking about looking at... Um, you know, some of these quarterbacks. We've already talked about them a lot. It's going to be the topic of conversation leading up till the draft, and it's just how it is. And so we've already made a video, and it did actually really well on the channel, kind of talking about, okay, what are some of the best fits with Colts head coach Shane Steichen? And so we're going to kind of talk about a video, which Shane Steichen will factor into this video, but I wanted to kind of spin it a little bit differently here and talk about with where the Colts currently are as a football team right now, we know what quarterback out of all of these makes the most sense for them, right? Like, for example, are the Colts a team that is willing to wait on a quarterback, you know, let them develop for a couple of years, or are they more a win now team? And I guess we can kind of start there, Derek. So you look at this Colts roster overall, some of the guys they have that would you would say are the pillars of their team, right? You look Quentin Nelson, he's, you know, getting there and in, in terms of uh, age, you know, he's he's past, you know, kind of the rookie deal. He's going to be, you know, he, he's obviously one of the highest paid guards in the NFL now. You have Shaquille Leonard, who just got paid as well. Um, you have some, you know, some of these other guys that are going to be needing some new contracts. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr. Um, and then you have a few young guys, you know, like this last draft class with, you know, Alec Pierce, Jelani Woods, uh, all these other dudes as well. And then you have some veteran guys here on this, like DeForest Buckner. You have Stephon Gilmore, you know, Rodney McLeod, if you bring him back. You know, Ryan Kelly's getting closer to 30. Like, you have some of these guys. You have kind of a couple different tiers in terms of just the different kind of players here on this Colts roster right now. But let me ask you this question, Derek. What what quarterback, and, and you know, if I had to say, like, you know, Bryce Young is the most ready-made quarterback to make an instant impact right away versus an Anthony Richardson, for example, who's a project who might have to sit and take some time. Like, where do you think on that scale the Colts are right now? Well, I would definitely say uh, I would lean more towards the idea of an Anthony Richardson just because – 
again, I think I don't remember who I think it was someone from the athletic that posted a article saying that the Colts are nowhere near as far along as what they thought they were. Uh, you know what Ballard and the other guys have been saying, right? Like they've said it for a long time. We're close. We're close. We're really close. And we're just trying to figure it out. And sure enough, it turns out they're not very close. So I think that when it comes to the topic of, you know, comparing the two quarterbacks versus what they're at, obviously I would say Anthony Richardson is a little bit more put together as a quarterback than what the Colts are put together in regards to, uh, in regards to the whole team. But yes, if you're going to talk about like actually what is going on with who is more developed, then I'm going to say that the Colts uh, would have a better shot at looking like an Anthony Richardson where, you know, you're trying to build more as the time goes along. Because again, at the end of the day, none of these quarterbacks is just immediately going to fix the Colts problems. Uh, They got a lot more that they need to work on. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how that uh, outlook goes. So I know there's going to be people in the comments that disagree with you, Derek, and people who will say, well, Derek, a couple of years ago, Colts were in the playoffs. A couple of years ago, the Colts were two games out from you know making the playoffs again, and they were the hottest team in football, despite literally not having a passing game and not trusting their quarterback. So if the, I know it's not going to be, you know, like they're going to be a Super Bowl contender right away, but what would you say to those people who say, Derek, the Colts, if they get some even mediocre quarterback play last year, how much do they like improve? You know, how, how much are they maybe a playoff team? You know, because it was so bad last year, it kind of just makes you wonder like if they had a comp semi competent passing attack, like could they have actually been a team competing for a playoff spot? What would you say to those people who would kind of throw that at you? Well, I mean, obviously, the uh, they would be correct in that response that, yeah, if the Colts had some competent offensive uh, quarterback play, then you would have seen the Indianapolis Colts play at a completely different level than what they would have been. But the problem has been for the long haul, Cody, is that we, over the last five years, the Indianapolis Colts, no matter who they've had at quarterback, regardless has not been good enough to deliver the ultimate product. You don't want to have yourself in a category where, oh, we just got to get to the playoffs. So we just got to get to the playoffs to look competent. We don't want that. Indianapolis wants to win a Super Bowl. And in order to win a Super Bowl, you have to have a good quarterback in order to get there. Very few times do you get into a position where, a bad quarterback gets to the Super Bowl. It can happen, but very few times, but that happens very rarely. Over the last several years, I think the worst quarterback that you could possibly ever think of that went to a Super Bowl was Peyton Manning when the Broncos won it several years ago. But Manning didn't play terrible in the playoffs. He just played so terribly throughout the regular season. But that defense was one of the best defenses that the NFL has seen in a long, long time. So it took that. And the Colts are just not in a position where they need to try to bolster everything else and then hope that they get there. Phillip Rivers was the closest thing to a 
uh, quarterback that we could possibly get that could deliver that promise. But the problem was Phillip Rivers was 37. He was getting older. His arm was gone. And just at the end of the day, the rest of the team just wasn't uh, just wasn't as good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor wasn't as developed as he is now. Uh, the offensive line was a little better back then, but the wide receiver group wasn't as good back then. Uh, the t- weapons were not as good back then. The defense was about as average as it was back then, but you know there were things that the Colts were missing even two years ago that the uh, Colts really do have now. So you need to try to find somebody that is going to actually put you over the edge and you can't just keep looking to try to go playoff. You want to try to find a guy that is going to take you to the promised land that is going to compete with these star studded AFC quarterbacks that we have to deal with now. So that's what you got to set your sights on. Well, with guys like Shaquille Leonard, who's 28 years old with, you know, Quentin Nelson, who's 27 years old, like, are you comfortable waiting three to four years when they're already in their thirties, you know, to hope that this quarterback like an Anthony Richardson is ready to go. Are you comfortable enough with that? Like, what is your opinion on that? I mean, yeah, I definitely agree because look, I mean, this overall roster for the Indianapolis Colts is still a young one. Uh, I, I think that even with a, getting a quarterback like an Anthony Richardson or a potentially a Will Levis who may take a couple years to get to the level that you want, you're still going to get some of these players playing at a good level and you're able to do that. And it's kind of a situation where as you go along, the Indianapolis Colts need to then learn if you have the quarterback in play, you have to really start bolstering positions that really matter uh positions that Ballard for the most part has ignored over the last several years or has just failed to secure a really elite player at specific spots Quentin Nelson's still going to be good for uh, many more years to come as long as Shaquille Leonard doesn't get hurt he's going to be a really good player for years to come you have some young players in the secondary that you feel comfortable with some of your offensive linemen seem to really pick it up at the end of the year you have a few guys in the tight end group that could potentially be elite players at one point if you build that group really well. So the the Colts have young guys and even what people would deem as veterans uh, that are just now getting their second contracts. Look, they're just in their second contracts, okay? I'm not going to worry about Quentin Nelson. I'm more worried about Shaquille Leonard's health moving forward than what I would be with Quentin Nelson. Uh, Nelson, I think, even in his in his young thirties is still going to be a really good uh, offensive lineman. And I think Shaquille Leonard can still be a a really good linebacker in his uh, early thirties as well. But of course I think Leonard could potentially lose out on his physical abilities quicker than Nelson could, but that's just going to be something that you need to work on as the time goes along. Ultimately it's which guy it's best for your team is going to be best for the scheme that Shane Steichen wants to run. And you think coming in that guy in three, four years from now can be the best quarterback from this entire class and can take you to the promised land of trying to get to a Super Bowl. 
and also with Shane Steichen. I mean, the dude's locked in for six years, so he's not going anywhere for a while, unless obviously something catastrophic happens. But, you know, so Shane Steichen has time as well. Time is on Shane Steichen's side here. He has time to be able to, to get his guy, to develop his guy, and hopefully, you know, transform his guy like he did with the last couple quarterbacks he worked with into, you know, superstars, into that, that franchise guy, right? So th- that's a good thing, I guess, from a Steichen standpoint and kind of his uh, – you know, long-term, uh, I guess, uh, stability as the Colts coach. It's not like he's uh, on a one- to two-year leash. He's got a lot of time, it seems like, based off of the contract the Colts gave him. And also, I look at some of the positions. You mentioned it. The Colts have really lacked in certain areas that are kind of key positions, and or they're very just inexperienced and young now in a lot of those positions. Like left tackle, the Colts really struggled to find a left tackle a couple years. But now Bernard Ryman, you think he might be that guy moving forward. The Colts struggle to get pass rush. And I know it's still a big question mark, but you do have two young guys with Dio Dango and Quiddy Pay who are both under 25. Um, you know, they struggled at wide receiver. You have two young guys in Pittman and Pierce and Campbell's only 25. And maybe you add another guy in there. So like, you talk about Jelani Woods and Kylan Granson. The Colts are extremely young, Derek, all across the board at some of those impact positions, right? Some of the positions that they really, like if you would say, what are the biggest positions that you need to get right in the NFL? I mean, quarterback's the obvious one, left tackle, pass rush, wide receiver, you know, playmakers. And it seems like on paper the Colts have a lot of those guys, but the good thing is they don't have, you know, the guys that are 28, 29 that like are going to, you know, the pressure's on, like, this is a win-now scenario. You know, like, you have to win year one. So I think that warrants a guy like Anthony Richardson getting an opportunity with Indy where, yeah, you know, it might suck for a year or two. It might. It might be hard for a year or two. But you bet on the traits and you bet on just who he is as a, you know, as a person and as a hard worker, as a player, um, and you roll, you roll with it. You let him grow with Pittman. You let him grow with Pierce. You let him grow with Jelani Woods and Kylan. Like, you just let that happen. And so for that reason, I think the Colts can't afford to do that. Um, they can they can bet on the traits and bet on the character and develop in otherwise. Or they can go bet on maybe more of the sure thing, like the C.J. Stroud, who maybe the ceiling isn't as high, but maybe the floor is a little bit higher as well. Um, but I think C.J. Stroud is definitely more of an impact, you know, day one kind of guy. But I still definitely see a scenario where either of those things happen. They're at number four for the Colts. Yeah, I mean, again, it just all depends on, you know, do they want to go with a guy that is going to take a year or two, maybe even more, to be able to uh, refine those skills? Or do they believe that uh, there's a guy like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud whose mechanics are so much further ahead than most of the other guys on this board that puts them an extra step ahead and they feel like they can just add on to that quicker. It's just ultimately going to depend on how much do they value those traits and what, what deems more long-term success for the Colts than anything else. I mean, people are talking about, uh, you know, like when it comes to everyone, I mean, Richardson is only going to be 21 when he enters the NFL, Cody. I mean, that's pretty young and, Stroud's going to be 22. Bryce Young's going to be 22. And uh, I think Levis is going to end up being 24. Not like that really matters to me that much. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, Shane Steichen even talked about in his presser, you know, you can work on accuracy. 
I think there, he was referring to Anthony Richardson, a guy that is deemed to have accuracy issues, um, even though he just might have one or two mechanics that are just messed up that he just needs to learn. You know, and you get him some more game time reps. You get him in a room with a with a quarterback coach that actually knows how to fix those mechanics. Maybe that gets way better. And you know, that's sort of that situation. Or you just think C.J. Stroud is so elite that I don't have to fix his mechanics when it comes to his throwing. I just need to focus on finding a way to get him more involved in how he does things really well. And then he's already at the at the top of the top. We'll just have to see, man. It feels it really is weird to see the Colts in this situation, but it'll be interesting to see who they deem is the best option at quarterback. Yeah, and accuracy, while yes, it can be taught, it is important for a quarterback. And that was one of the big things that Steichen said he was looking for in a quarterback. So, I mean, even though there's a quarterback that's not necessarily accurate, it doesn't mean it completely obviously eliminates them because Richardson still very much could be in the fold there. The Colts met with him on on Thursday for the combine. And and so they're obviously interested in him to some capacity as are a bunch of other teams, but, but yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. But I just wanted to talk about this where, where the Colts currently stand um, as a team, as a roster, you know, what quarterbacks make the most sense here, you know, like what quarterbacks are the Colts more win now mode or have they afforded themselves a couple years here? I think I tend to lean more like you said. They've kind of afforded themselves a couple more years here. Now, there's a couple like vet guys that they'll probably have to move on from after a year or so. Um, but overall, the Colts roster is still pretty young, all things considered. So, guys, that, that does it for this topic, talking about the Colts roster, how it fits in with the quarterback, all that good stuff. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. What do you guys think about the quarterback? Do you have a favorite quarterback, and who is that? And who do you think, long-term success-wise, will fit best with the Indianapolis Colts and the current state of their roster? Let us know all those things in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.